You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, it's hour two on this Wednesday. Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. Spent a lot of time first hour talking about Baker Mayfield, Deshaun Watson, Randy Gregory with the Cowboys, now the Broncos, and also Kyrie Irving putting up 60 last night and making it look really easy. You know, the Nets started out the year looking like a top contender in the East. In fact, I think we had a poll question, give you the Lakers and the Nets or the field, and of course everybody was taking the Nets and the Lakers. Now that's not the case. Brooklyn is talented. They just can't keep everybody together, can't keep everybody healthy. But it became very clear last night the Nets can be great. Now, granted, it was against the Orlando Magic. The Magic have the worst record in the East. They gave up 150 points. Kyrie had 41 at halftime. He'd finished with 60. He shot 64% from the floor, had eight three-pointers. And maybe it's a great sign for the Nets come playoff time. The only problem is Kyrie can only play away games. And the Nets, well, they're the eighth seed right now in the Eastern Conference, which that's good because you have more road games in the playoffs if you're the eighth seed. But if uh, Kyrie can continue this hot streak, Brooklyn can get meaningful minutes out of Ben Simmons. You'd be hard-pressed to find a team who would want to face the Nets, certainly in that opening round. I don't know what we're going to get out of Ben Simmons during the regular season. Steve Nash said yesterday, hope to get him some minutes here with the, uh, you know, what, 10 or 11 games that they have left. And I'm not sure, you know, when you talk about chemistry, like chemistry is always hard to define. Like we know it sort of when we see it, but is if you're putting pieces together, you go, hey, this is going to work chemistry-wise. I have no idea with Ben Simmons. And, and KD and Kyrie, because they don't play together that often. That's the hard part with chemistry. If everybody's playing together, then you go, oh, you got chemistry. It's really hard when you go, is uh, Kyrie playing? No, he can't play tonight. Is KD playing? No, he's, he's going to rest here. Is Ben going to? No, he still can't play. I mean, that's a lot of talent there. But can you piece it all together in time to do some damage? Bracket challenge you have until tomorrow at 11 a.m. Eastern to uh, hand in your brackets. And uh, if you have a perfect bracket, a million dollars. But the reality is we have some other great prizes. Uh, Whoever finishes first gets the Traeger Grill, Link Soul gift card for uh, $500, a Callaway uh, driver, that Rogue ST Max driver that's beautiful, and uh, Panini Illusions football mega box. So some great prizes there. Doesn't cost you anything. Sign up, go to danpatrick.com, and you can play along with the celebrities there. How many celebrities have signed up, Todd? Uh, 33. We've received 23 of those, and I'm hoping over the next several hours, the other 10, so we can get full attendance. All right. But you can sign up at danpatrick.com. While you're there, we have some great T-shirts as well, including a beautiful March Madness T-shirt, a uh, pie slamma jamma, and also some other T-shirts there. We have a Never Say Never Creamsicle t-shirt in honor of uh, TB12 there. Yes, Eden? I just, just to never say oh, never oh. for the... Oh, Just because in general, oh, just never say never. So the Creamsicle and Never Say Never doesn't f- really refer to anybody. It's random. It's just a fashion choice. Okay. All right. His name is Tom. Uh, DanPatrick.com. <laughs> Poll question from the first hour. Are we keeping it in the second hour? I, you know, we got some fun options that I'd like to go over. Okay. Right. Hour one, if I were a Browns fan, I'd want 65% of the audience would rather keep Baker Mayfield and keep their draft picks than Ooh. get Deshaun Watson. How about that? How much of this is about Deshaun Watson off the field? 
Because if it's a football decision, then I would take Deshaun Watson. He's an upgrade. And if I'm giving up those draft picks, you're assuming Deshaun is going to be really good. Therefore, these draft picks are going to be late in the first round. That's where I'd want Deshaun to go to Atlanta because it'll take Atlanta maybe more time to get good where I might get a year where I'm getting a couple of higher first-round draft picks for Deshaun Watson. I think Atlanta makes the most sense for Deshaun Watson. He grew up loving the Falcons. Um, It's still in the neighborhood area, uh, South Carolina, where he grew up. And I think having a support system around him as he, you know, sets sail on this adventure, because who knows how these fan bases are going to react. Is he going to be suspended? Is this just one paycheck or one check that he just signs off and pays off these women, if that's the case? But if I'm Deshaun Watson, I want to sign with a team by the end of the week because he gave a deposition yesterday where he was asked some pretty personal questions about this by the attorney representing these women in the 22 civil lawsuits. That's going to leak out eventually. And if you're Deshaun Watson, if I'm the Texans, I want to get rid of him as soon as possible because now I've got the best market. This is a football story. It feels like more than it's something off the field. Yes, Eden. If you're a new, if you're a team looking to get Deshaun Watson, wouldn't you put language in a contract uh, similar to Randy Gregory? Or do you have to go off of what the his existing contract already is and the language that's already contained in that? I think you have to do it with, because he's under contract, I think, the next four years. Mm. That I don't think you can... Well, I don't know if you can do an addendum to it that, hey, we're going to give up these draft picks, but we want to put this in the contract. Because then Deshaun Watson might go, well, I'm not, I'm not going to go there. I mean, Randy Gregory didn't want to stay with the Cowboys because they wanted to have language in there that if he tested positive, that they could void the contract. I'm guessing Deshaun Watson's going to go, no, don't put any language in there. Yeah, Paulie. Deshaun Watson is in the middle of his second contract. He is under contract for the next two years oh, at two. $40 million and $42 million. There is a potential out in 2024, but you're right. Four years he's under contract. Okay. All right, so uh, we're going to stay with that poll question again this uh, second hour, Seaton? Uh, we can if you'd like. We've got some options. All right, what are the other options? Uh, well, this one off the clearly the hottest story of the day. Daylight savings time. Keep it, dump it. Okay. This is a big topic. It's a big story. They're voting on this. Didn't they vote on it in Congress? The Senate already passed it. Well, now Senate it ha- unanimously passed it, and now it has to go to the House, and then would eventually be signed by the president. What are, What are the the cons for daylight savings? What's the negative for daylight savings time, Paul? We looked at this up, and there's a couple articles I saw recently. One of the ones they said that the daylight savings time that we just had, where you lose hours sleep. That Monday, they find a spike in accidents of people driving to work less rested than normal. Not a dramatic spike. They also say there's health issues immediately after. They find a spike in heart attacks Mm. the day after daily savings times. But then they also say they found the reverse. When you get an extra hour of sleep, they find a reduction in heart attacks. But there's not that many things that are a downside to keeping it as is. Okay. I can't think of a downside. Yeah, I Darkness in the morning? I want more daylight. That's all. That, that seems like that makes the most sense there. Yes, Eden. Isn't the thing, it's like uh, it would affect farmers yes. the most, yeah. right? Isn't yeah. that the idea? Yeah. Yeah, Paul. This might be a real dumb question because I'm from the Midwest. Do you have to get up early to farm? 
Yes. Like, do you have to be up? Why can't you farm like a nine fifteen? Like, let's all get out there on nine fifteen after a nice hearty breakfast. Well, you're going to hear from farmers here. I know, but I'm asking not, <laughs> and I'm not making fun of it. I love farmers. <laughs> of course you do. I do. <laughs> Huge fan. Farmers.com. Yeah. You've been on oh, that for years. Farmers. If I, was, <laughs> if I was single, I would definitely go on Farmers, farmers. Insurance. Yes. You love uh, Farmers.com. Iowa you basketball. Go, you love to meet women on Farmers.com. Uh, but can, do farmers, is there a specific reason they farm at 5 a.m.? Uh, I just think you get up. Uh, you want to get started when the sun's not up. If you're out in the fields, you're baling hay. I grew up in a farm country. Sounds like a Mellencamp song you're doing right now. <laughs> <laughs> Little Danny. <laughs> <laughs> I was born in a small town. We got a couple other options here if you want. To, okay, all right. If you don't want to go with daylight okay. savings time, yeah. we have uh, this one's from Jared on uh, Twitter. He said, "If your friend had an issue he hadn't noticed, Todd, do you point it out, not say anything, tell someone closer to them so they could tell them, or find a funny way to tell them?" <laughs> well, what level of friend is it? I, I I think would factor in. Do they have a sense of humor? It's not like your BFF, but it's a friend. Yeah, Todd's a friend. Um, I think doing it with a sense of humor is my two cents. is always helpful, depending on what it is. If it's something, you know, you can't make a joke about, like, just wanted to let you know you've got six months to live. How's that going? <laughs> <laughs> but something like you, you have a speech impediment or something, you could just kind of make, mimic it a little bit, and I guess we're all okay, okay. As opposed to, dude, what's wrong with your voice? You know, there's just this, got to know your audience, I think. All right. Uh, in case you're just joining us on this topic, uh, this happened yesterday in the final hour of the program. He wasn't even sure if he should have shown up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I still can't believe it listening to that. You know, I will say this, though. You hit home runs on this show. Or you whiff. Like, you you are today's baseball player. He's Steve Balboni. Your launch strike angle. Strike out or a home yeah. run. Yeah. Strike extreme. Yes. Billy Jolson. Yes. You're Adam Dunn, Dave Kingman. When you when you swing and you connect, you hit home runs, or you whiff and uh, you know it, it's not pretty. Is that a good thing though? Sure. I don't know if that gets you in the Hall of Fame. No, it's, Dave Kingman isn't in the Hall of Fame. No, no, it's it's content though. You're in the content Hall of Fame. That I could accept. Okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah. Seaton. This is from a fella named Adam. Would you rather have small hands or a slurring problem? <laughs> wow. Okay. That's a great question. All right. Actually. Let me ask Marvin. Marvin, if you could have Todd's hands, our, our second biggest here, or your affliction. Affliction. Like, would you rather have a, a speech issue or would you rather have small hands? Oh, I'm taking these small hands all day. Oh, so you don't want what Todd has there. You're going to keep your small hands. Okay. Nah, no thanks. Okay. Yeah, Paul. Can't put Todd's issues in a pocket. <laughs> Figuratively and literally. Yeah. Yes, Todd. But you can work on a speech impediment. You can go to a speech therapist or things like that. I'm not sure what exercise you can do to change the size of your hands. But that's just my thought. Boom. Point, counterpoint. I just told you, try to cram in less and speak slower. Which is difficult, as we all know, for me to and, do. I'm very avoid, hyper, and, the neurotic Jewish. There's a lot. There's a lot of things about words, upbringing. Don't bring Judaism into this. No, but this. There's, a, there's a lot of things about your upbringing and where you grew up. Because and the that, that, New that York would world. make you the chosen one. That's true. <laughs> but it's, when you talk like that your whole life, it's hard to all of a sudden slow it down. I've told you for how many years? Many, many. Cut years. it in half, and then in half. I get excited. Right I think now. I'm going to lose my train right of thought. Right now. You, you said you're getting excited. Get excited. Okay. I should slow down. Yes. 
I got so many emojis and memes or whatever, <laughs> gifs, gifs of like Daffy Duck and just, you know, some people were supportive and you guys are bullying me again, but primarily it was just mean spirited and like, what's wrong with you? And this is Daffy Duck and that's you. You entertained America yesterday. Everyone was hysterical effort, which I told you is the greatest thing. Well, you know what made it better and worse is, is Seton's laugh because when it first started and Seton had to like duck behind the desk and he's laughing and his microphone's not even on and I can just hear him. It was like 10 times worse than I remembered it. <laughs> Listening back to it, I was like, whoa. And then just the idea that he had those words combined in that moment <laughs> was just, it's just so funny. I was laughing about it last night at like five o'clock. I was still laughing. <laughs> and about Marvin it. got a bunch of shout outs. There were photos of him laughing and everything like that. How did you get through the segment and still run the board and do your thing while you were hysterical laughing? Yes, Marvin. Yeah, somebody made a montage of my laughs, oh. and I got to show it to you guys. Maybe we'll okay. do it as a looking or something okay. like that, but people had a field day with it. Sorry, okay. Todd. All right. We laugh with you, though. You know what? And I've told you this many times. <laughs> wait, wait. La- laughing is the healthiest, greatest thing. If you can he make wasn't even sure laugh. if he should have shown up. Even with that, even with that I may have an actual lash, like I do have some kind of speech problem. If everyone's laughing and joking and people are looking at you at your, in your cubicle or your workplace like there's something wrong with you because you're hysterical laughing, that makes me happy. That's okay, you. then mission accomplished. Exactly. <laughs> I can deal with it, so I talk funny with certain words. But, but if you're you, laughing, that's all I'm You accused of, us of doctoring that. When I first heard it, I was so jarred by it. Uh, that was, you know, the only way I could rationalize that I could possibly have sounded like that no, was we, if someone did something with the audio. We didn't doctor it. Yes. I mean, we, to, to, to be fair to Todd's accusation, we have doctored things before. So I could see why he may have been a little skeptical. Unfortunately, that was not doctored. Uh, Israel in California joining us. Hi, Israel. Good morning, boys. Good morning. Good morning. Um, so I, I listen to you guys every morning on my way into the office. And, you know, you, you guys stood a recap and I got to hear Fritzy again, and which made me smile. And I, I don't know if it was Seton or Polly that came up with the uh, saying or said that uh, Fritzy has trouble with the SH words. And I started laughing because how ironic that you want or we all want him to just shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that's a little harsh, no? Wow. <laughs> shut up. Shut up. <laughs> Shalom. That is unreal. That's wow. what spirit. Israel. And his name is Israel. Yes. Yes. So that's doubly hurtful to me. I think he'd be friendly to Todd. Anybody else. Israel is taking shots at me. Got Jerusalem, line eight. Tel Aviv, what do you got? It's unnecessary, that's what I think. Okay. I had a legitimate like speech problem, and now this is becoming a thing. What did your wife say when you went home Uh, yesterday? I played her the soundbite and everything in the clip, and she's like, yeah, you don't know that you sound like that? It wasn't that big of a shock to her. Like, when were you going to bring this to my attention? I thought Dan was just kind of picking on me. He's making these click saliva sounds, and this is how I say, yeah, that's how you say certain words. And why didn't you send me or tell me I should go to some doctor or some place where they can work on the language with me? I was shocked that she was well aware that I sound like that. Sometimes. And she's, what, 25 years in? Yeah. Yeah. We have been dating for over a quarter century, married 22 years, yeah. Yeah. Yes, it's semi-shocking, Todd, that you're unaware of it until yesterday. I had no idea. That's why it was so jarring, and I immediately had to point fingers at you guys. That's not me. You guys did something with the audio. I don't sound like that. It's the only way I was able to like 
deal with it in my head. Because there's no way that my voice sounds like that when I say those words. You should listen to the show. I really should. I should listen back to my speech impediment. We'll take a break. When we come back, we'll bring back sound from Kobe Bryant uh, scoring 81 points. And what Chris Boss had to say, the uh, Toronto Raptors forward, uh, about that night. He was one of the guys trying to play defense on Kobe. We'll take a break. We're back after this in the Dan Patrick Show. Everybody says, oh, we're number one when it comes to golf. Everybody who has equipment, they have the best driver. They have the best golf ball. They have all, all I know is Odyssey, when they say they have the number one putter on tour, they're telling you the truth because Odyssey, the number one putter on every major tour in 2021, number one in worldwide wins. The last 37 majors across PGA, LPGA, Champions Tour, not only did more pros play an Odyssey putter in those majors, but more pros won majors in 2021 with the Odyssey putter. And there's no argument there. In fact, you could talk to any of these uh, uh, golf club manufacturers, people who specialize in putters. If you go, uh, I got an Odyssey, they'd probably go, yeah, well, I don't blame you. Xander Shoffley won gold medal with an Odyssey putter. Number one putter on tour takes more than just a good year, good players. It's a consistent performance, steady stream of game-changing innovations. Uh, the legendary White Hot insert is there. Try the new Try Hot 5K. See what makes Odyssey the number one putter on tour at odysseygolf.com. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR, or stream us live on the Peacock app. Discover the unknown origin of America's wildest feud. John Cameron Mitchell and Kate McKinnon star in the new Peacock original, Joe versus Carol, streaming now only on Peacock. Last time there were 60-point games in the NBA on consecutive days, it was Wilt Chamberlain. He had 65, and then he had 61. Wilt also had 67 on uh, February 25th. So he went 67, and then he had a day off. And then February 27th, he went for 65. And then the next day, he went for 61. So <laughs> he went 67, 65, 61. Wow. Now, David Thompson and George Gervin had 73 and 63. That was... In the same game, they were battling for the NBA scoring title. 73 for Ice and 63 for David Thompson. We talked to Kobe about his 81-point performance. And uh, this was, he was on April of 2018. And uh, I asked him the question. Now, you did both of these, but if I said you could only have one on your resume, you could get the 80, 81 or you could get mm-hmm. the, the 60 in your last game. You have to pick between those two. You only get one. Oh, man. Uh, I'd probably go with the 81 because we were like one game out of making the playoffs <laughs> that year. So we needed, literally needed every single game to get into the postseason. So if we had dropped that one, I think we would have been uh, been in serious jeopardy of missing the playoffs that year. So I'll, I'll go with the 81. Reggie Miller and I got into a heated discussion. Like he kept saying, you're, you're going to end your career with 60. And then he put exclamation points on his text message. And I said, but 81 exclamation points. That's, <laughs> come on. 
81. And Reds goes, no, 60 on your last game. I, I, I'm, I'm just, I, you know, I'm enjoying the fact that you guys are actually having that debate. That's pretty cool. <laughs> it's so strange, though, to hear his voice. It's great to hear his voice, but it's still strange. Here's Chris Bosch, who was a member of the Toronto Raptors that night when Kobe went for 81. What's the most impressive performance that you ever witnessed, whether it was on, you know, with a teammate or the opposition? Uh, Kobe scoring 81 points. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, I was right. in that game. <laughs> <laughs> I was a young fella in that game taking my beatings, man. <laughs> but what's that like, though? When do you realize, uh-oh, this is historical? Yeah, it was surreal. I mean, um, you re- when, once you realize that it's too late – and it's and it's Kobe and and I remember just kind of running down the court and I kept looking up at the screen and it's like his score was multiplying. I was like, how is he scoring five points at a time? Like this is crazy. And <laughs> it was you know we were a bad defensive team that year and just you know we were trying to right we're trying to figure things out and it's just like oh my god we're in the stable center they're killing us and. Everybody's laughing and Kobe, everybody except Kobe. He's just got the eye of the tiger right now, and he's, he's unstoppable. It was, it was just an incredible performance. It's one of those things where you find yourself watching even though you're in the game. Also, keep in mind the Lakers trailed by as many as 18 early in the third quarter, and that was upsetting Kobe because I think he had 26 at halftime. He scored 51, 55 in the second half. <laughs> 55 in the second half. The Lakers outscored the Raptors 38-14 to finish the third quarter and then go ahead for good. That helps if you're going for a big number. Now, if I'm Steve Nash, I would have said to Kyrie, you want to keep playing? Like, you're 21 of 30. You got 60. Do you want to go for 70? Because the person who's coming in for you is going to be taking shots as well. You can't say to whoever it is, Patty Mills, hey, don't take any threes. You come in, hey, it's, it's, uh, if you're open, fire away. And you're scoring 150 points there. But you get into that mindset, and, and these guys who are scorers have that mentality of you can never score enough. It's like a billionaire when you say, don't you have enough money? Or if you say to a scorer, haven't you scored enough? Never. Never. The reason why you have a billion dollars is because, no, it's not enough money. And these scorers... That's when they just say, hey, the clock is going to go zero, zero, zero. That's when I stop. Yeah, Paul. You know, I heard Steve Nash after the game, the Nets coach, and he goes, he goes, yeah, his, uh, his first half looked like my entire career <laughs> of highlights. Steve Nash is doing a little fake humility there. Yeah. That's, that's fake humility. Yeah, because he's a Hall of Famer, back-to-back uh, MVPs there. I mean, Kyrie's fascinating in a variety of ways. Sometimes good, sometimes bad. But it still comes down to, I can't count on him. Like, it's a wonderful night against Orlando. What's it mean? Nothing. Just, hey, I had 60 one night. What's it mean? Nothing to me. Other than it, it, it just taps you on the shoulder to remind you that Kyrie is a wonderful player. Going to be a Hall of Famer. But I'm going to look back and say what could have been, not what was. A couple of phone calls in here. Let's see. Brock in Missouri. Brock, you've been holding a while. What's your topic today? Yeah, five seven and non slurping two seventy. All right. And uh got a comment about uh Baker Mayfield, but we got a idea what he might be doing next. 
Okay. Uh, shout out to my buddy Michael Gross says uh, that uh, Baker probably needs to be find find a new place to stay because he he's asked about to be homeless. All right. Well, thank you, Brock. That but clears gave, that up. Yeah, but he gave credit to his buddy Michael. Yeah, yeah. For that awful joke. Yes. Because he lives in the stadium. Yeah, I know. Yeah, they got to go to another stadium. That's where he eats yeah. and stuff like that. No, no, I got that. Okay. They spend the night there, do laundry there. Yeah. I probably would have workshopped that a little more. Maybe. Maybe do a local show in Missouri. Some well, creativity, though. That's, that's all right. All right. Uh, Tiffany in California. Hi, Tiffany. What's on your mind? Hey, Dan. Hey, Danette. So my fiance, Steve, and I are, we're going to Ireland in a couple of weeks, and we're going to be getting married over there, and we're actually going to be getting married in a town called Limerick. So we want to know <laughs> if my favorite Danette, Todd, could write us a Limerick for our wedding in Limerick. Okay. Um, could we get the priest to read the Limerick? At the, at the uh, ceremony, Tiffany. Yes, we would do that. Okay, you would videotape <laughs> that. That Okay, I, we're going to put you on hold. And then, uh, okay. and then Fritzy, yes, Tom. I would, I just would need their names, and if there's any kind of background that's, information, that's why she's going to stay on hold. Oh, I'm just asking beyond the names if there's any other little tidbits. That's, that's why I was going to, I was oh, okay. going to give you the contact information. That's fine. I'm happy to do that. Yes. But uh, uh, thank you. All right, Tiffany, we'll put you on hold and Tyler will get your information and then Todd will uh, get some information to write a limerick uh, for your nuptials. Uh, all right. Well, thank you, Tiffany. Yes, Seton. And you know, knowing Todd, he's actually going to write the sweetest oh, thing yes. Oh, yes. you've ever read. Yes. I'm like very he's flattered. known him his whole life. Yeah. I think that's awesome that uh, she wants me to yeah, participate. But, but I want to know if the priest is going to get up there. <laughs> yeah, you got We have to have that on video. I still love that that priest or preacher who came on and he had somebody who was di- who had died. And, you know, he's saying <laughs> his final goodbye in front of everybody. And then he his, his last name was Junior. So Michael Smith Jr. And he called him Michael Smith Jr. the third <laughs> in front of everybody. During the eulogy, how spectacular is that? Sean in Sacramento. Hi, Sean. What's on your mind today? My uncle from another, my brother <laughs> behind the board. Uh, just welcome my first baby girl, 18 inches, 5 pounds, 14 ounces. And her hands are already bigger than Marvin's. Hands are already 9 inches. I don't know okay. what's going on here. This baby came out throwing. Um, so I just want to shower my man Fritzy with praise, man. What what a content king from from being mad at Tom Brady for ruining his selection Sunday to the un you know I don't know if it's a lisp I don't know if it's a little extra spit inside his mouth I don't know what that was yesterday but the reaction from Seton and Marvin priceless and then today man what what a guest booking and the guy just blacked out and went full on greeny that was amazing um, before I let you guys go though just to make it official for my man Mars. I want to challenge him to a pie to the face if he's willing to accept oh okay uh, all right. Sean from Sacramento wants a piece of you, uh, Marv. Okay. Uh, is this a Yukon bed? You know it. And I want to make it a little bit more flavor. You know, he's bringing a little flavor to the Dan Patrick show. So I want to challenge him to some candied yams to the face. And this is a first round challenge. Yukon bounced. First number five seed out by the New Mexico State New Mexicans. Wow. Marv, you got to take that. Now, I don't Easy. know about the candied yams, but I'm taking a pie, though. 
All oh, right. oh, UConn's getting this. New Mexico, sorry, guys. You don't have to worry about the uh, candied yams to the face. Sean's going to get it if you believe UConn's going to win. Sorry, Sean. It's all love, though. All Say right. it with your hands, Marv. Say it with your hands. <laughs> Marv, Marv, you know, a lot of people talk with their hands. Marvin always keeps his hands down. <laughs> all right. All right, Sean. Uh, you got a bet there with Marvin. Marvin, a UConn Huskies apologist here. Uh, Kip in Nashville. Hi, Kip. What's on your mind today? Hey, good morning, Dan and the Danettes. Pleasure. A couple of things for you right quick. Uh, you were having the, the, the uh, daylight savings time debate about uh, why what would be a con. Mm-hmm. Well, traditionally, one has been that you've got kids waiting for school buses in the morning at 6, 7 o'clock in the morning. It's still dark. And so you you have the possibility of uh, an accident, something like that. So that's a potential con. Okay. And all right. And so the second thing is you you laid into Fritzy about Tom Brady and ruining Selection Sunday. Well, I was in the car Sunday and I was listening to Chris Russo, the Mad Dog. He lost his stuff about that. He was going off. Yeah. So. You know, Fritzy's in good company with that, just so you know. All right. Thank you, Kip. Yeah, I, but Mad Dog is not a big Tom Brady fan, that he, he thinks Tom Brady is hijacking a lot of things, not just March Madness. But, hey, if you felt that way, fine. I, you know, Selection Sunday is just a show. It's Okay, so what? Oh, are you a two-seed or a three-seed? Oh, my gosh. I, you know, Tom Brady came back from England met with the Glazer family, and probably thought, I got to let my teammates know that I'm coming back because free agency is going to start. That's all. I don't think he said, ooh, let me wait. CBS starting at 6 o'clock, Greg Gumbel. You know what? Let me wait for the West bracket, (laughs) and then I'm going to tell everybody I'm coming back here. Come on. He didn't hijack it. I'm like, all right, whatever. And the Michigan State Spartans will play. Wait, hold on a second. Tom Brady has just announced that he's going back to the NFL. Back with the Bucks. Well, that, 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 will, that was Sports Center, though. And Jay Billis is just, he's, oh, he's, he's beside himself. He can't believe it. You know, my big day, it's Selection Sunday. I get to tell everybody what I know. Yeah, Paul. Dan, you're right. I was watching the Sports Center simultaneously with the CBS coverage. I think it was like Jay Harris. He goes, Seth Greenberg, we're going to get right back to you. And he turns towards the camera. <laughs> we have breaking news in the studio. I, I don't. It just didn't bother me. You know, I'm okay with it. It's live TV, and uh, you know I've been there before where you think you're going to be doing this, and they go, oh, they tell you in your ear, hey, something just happened. All right. You pivot. Yes, Todd. About 9 o'clock Eastern Sunday night after all the brackets, and they had a little time <laughs> to digest who's playing who and who got in, the seeds, or even first thing in the morning Monday. I still refuse to believe that any of the players okay. on the Bucks they would have lost. Hold on here. I know there was one guy signed Sunday night or whatever. Ryan Jensen. Okay. What if... Russell Wilson decided that he wanted to go to Denver and it was Sunday at around 6.30. Same exact thing. Your Broncos, Russ is going to interrupt Selection Sunday to announce that he's agreed to be traded to the Broncos, Todd. 
the only thing that would upset me was if I found that that like you guys are saying that we would have lost some opportunities with uh, to re-sign other important players because he had to do it right in the middle of the bracket. Uh, I, would, I would have a problem with that. Bah, 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 I would be bah, 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 bah. extremely excited. Oh my God, Russell Wilson's the you new quarterback. You would not come in Monday morning like you did. You went Tom Brady hijacked my selection. Well, I got issues with Tom Brady for many years in the battles with Manning. You have to admit that I am. You don't like Brady. I, I would think that would be weak for anyone, including Russ, to do You're that weak. in that window of the brackets being announced. Come on. Yes, Paul. I was just looking for if this. Uh, there's a precedent here. Remember, I think it was 2007, A-Rod was on the Yankees and he opted out. Yes. During World Series? Yeah, during Game 4 of the World Series. Now that, that's a little different. Same sport. Yeah, that that's A-Rod being A-Rod. And Commissioner Selig actually reacted publicly yeah. and said, like, that was not the time. And then I think that they came up with a rule, or at least, you know, the parameters of don't announce a coach or manager being hired or anything during the World. Don't take away from the World Series. I think it's the A-Rod rule. Yeah, Paul. Yeah, MLB said, we are very disappointed that Scott Boris would try to upstage our national pastime oh, wow. with this announcement. It was like an official release from the MLB. Scott Boris thinking of Scott Boris. Go figure. What a shocker there. Chris in South Carolina. Hi, Chris. What's on your mind? Hey, Dan, Chris, uh, 5'10", a post-COVID 204. All right. Um, long-time listener. Um, you know, I've been in the all- home, working from home the past two years. Never really got to watch the show, but you guys have been my coworkers for two years, and I'm going back to the office next week. But uh, mm. I just want to say thank you. Uh, and it was really cool how y'all – I was going back looking at some of the old shows from two years ago and just how you guys pulled it all together and just kept so many people going and gave people hope. I look forward to it every day. And I've got a, one real quick Stephen Curry story. Uh, after I saw the video the other day, he was at, still at Davidson, and his younger brother Seth was playing at Liberty before he transferred to Duke. So I went to a Winthrop game in Rock Hill, South Carolina, and saw him sitting behind the Liberty bench. And my wife uh, asked her for a pin at halftime, and he was kind of hiding from all the little kids. So I run over there. I'm 30 at the time. said, hey, man, can I have your autograph? So he's 21, and he looks up at me. He says, oh, yes, sir. And I thought, wow, that was pretty cool. You know, he, he, he thought he, he had that kind of manners, and, and, I, and I still have the ticket stub. And uh, never knew he would be as famous as he is. But anyway, thought I'd share that story, and uh, thank you guys for all you do. All right, Chris. Good luck back uh, going back to work. You know, we, we need those that are homebound, you know, that, that can't get out of the house. I mean, that's our target audience here. Like if somebody's going to have surgery, we're like, yeah, yeah. Hope the rehab's going to take a little while. You know, you get to watch the show. Yeah, Paul. For the official show of people in traction. I mean, that's our community. <laughs> That you can't get up and change the right. channel. You're locked in. Yes, I like that. All right, more phone calls coming up. By the way, anybody who takes part in a pie-to-the-face contest here, challenge, gets a pie-slam-a-jamma t-shirt. Winners and losers. Yeah. Yeah, you get a pie-slam-a-jamma. We have those. Uh, Mike Florio's going to get a pie-slam-a-jamma t-shirt there. <laughs> and a pie-to-the-face as well. We're back with more phone calls and uh, NBA analyst Jim Jackson coming up top of the hour. Back after this. A couple of days ago, I uh, took the big German. We went down to uh, Westport, Connecticut, and we got a chance to go into the Love Sack store. We got to sit on couches. We got to 
Listen to the surround sound thanks to Harman Kardon. And you got wireless charging. Going, This is going through the LoveSack sectionals. It's called Stealth Tech. The closeness of the system speakers, the subwoofer while you're sitting on the couch delivers an unparalleled immersive audio experience. Big German didn't want to leave. We were watching a movie. I had no idea what the movie was, but the sound was incredible. Plus, that couch, beautiful couch. Lovesack sectional with the stealth tech right in there, right in the couch itself. The world's most adaptable couch. You can configure it however you want to there. And now features Lovesack stealth tech, a, an unbelievable listening experience. Find out how to customize your new couch on lovesacksac.com. That's lovesack.com. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it. You listen to it. I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. A couple of things. I mentioned yesterday... Uh, a source that told me the Browns were going to draft Baker Mayfield when uh, I broke that news that Monday morning prior to the uh, draft that week, that Baker Mayfield, uh, if he is traded, let's say Deshaun Watson comes to Cleveland, that Baker Mayfield would not be included in those trade talks that Houston does not want Baker and Mayfield. And there was a report that came out yesterday that uh, backed that up. Uh, the other thing uh, a source had told me during the season that uh, the NFL was going to be looking at not revamping overtime, but willing to listen. The competition committee was going to be willing to listen to suggestions of how to fix overtime. And the Indianapolis Colts and Philadelphia Eagles have proposed that both teams be allowed at least one possession in overtime. The Titans proposal calls for both teams to get at least one possession unless the team that opens overtime with the ball scores a touchdown and then converts a two-point attempt. So the rule changes need approval from 24 of the 32 teams to be enacted here. How about we just do this? You get the ball, you score touchdown, kick a field goal, we get the ball, we either match you, and then then it's sudden death after that. That's all. Everybody got their chance. That way, Josh Allen got the ball, and Patrick Mahomes got the ball. And then after that, whoever scores wins. That's it. Change is inevitable here with the NFL. Now, I asked my source about this. What if we didn't have overtime during the regular season? I mean, it's 17-game schedule. And I don't know if a tie is going to be that much of a difference maker of making the playoffs or not making the playoffs. But how about we don't have overtime during the regular season? Therefore, you're going to decide, are you going to play for a tie? Or are you actually going to play for a win? Depending on where you stand in the standings. That way, we don't have extra time. They're worried about that. You know, how much time you're on the field. Now you have another overtime, you know, players and injuries, safety, 17 games. I said, I understand all of that. But 
Maybe you don't have overtime during the regular season, just the postseason. Yeah, Paul? It's funny. When you said that to me, that's like the most radical idea because American sports fans hate the concept of a tie more than anything, more than unfairness in, uh, in the current overtime system. But I think you might play for a tie and not try to play for a win. I think if you take away overtime, then are you are you actually trying to play for a win? Yes, Todd. I think you have to have overtime. I think you have to have it consistent with regular season and the postseason. I don't like the idea of separate rules for regular season versus playoff games. And then imagine if in another sport they even considered something like that, like baseball or basketball, where a game ended in a tie and we look forward to extra innings or, or overtime and then we eliminate that and it says, okay, 111, 111. Yeah, but there's no other sport where they're worried about player safety or at least giving the impression they're worried about player safety. Therefore, you'd have more playing time during the regular season. We've already added one more game. They're going to be adding an 18th game coming up as well. Yeah, Seaton. What about just taking the college football overtime? Oh, I hate that. See, I kind of love it. It's exciting, but I, I hate it. Yeah, well, why not? Why would we hate something that's exciting? Because those things last six, seven overtimes. So you're playing more football, and that's what they're trying to, I think, fight. But you're just going back and forth. Mm. Yeah, I don't like it. Plus, do those numbers count when you throw six touchdowns in overtime? Do they count? I think they do. Yeah, because I, I got to check that because Eli Manning, I think, had seven six touchdowns. Six or seven touchdowns. Six or seven. Ones. Yeah, that's, that's who I always think of. Uh, Dan in Toledo. Hi, Dan. What's on your mind today? BP and the Danettes. How are you guys? Great, Dan. I am so happy to talk to you guys. I just wanted to tell you, I don't have any broken limbs. I'm not a shut-in. I, I can get out, but I actually listen to you guys every day and watch you on Peacock. And I work from home. You guys make my freaking day every day. And it, this is for Fritzy. And Fritzy, this is with all the love I have. It's, it's such a great pleasure to listen to you. <laughs> So, thank you so much. And Fritzy, go get that checked out, please. And Seaton, keep up with the laughter because it it just absolutely kills me every day. All right. Well, thank you, Dan. Very nice words there. Fritzy hurt his hand backing out of his driveway. He ran over a stick, a fiberglass stick or pole that you put in your driveway. So when they clean the driveway, when it snows, they can see these these, uh, sticks poles so todd backed into one and then stuck under the bottom of my car it shattered and it was stuck under the bottom of my car because i don't do any handiwork or even anything remotely related to things around the house i didn't know that they're so sharp those fiberglass sticks because my wife puts them all out or has someone put them out i think she does of course your wife did and then i'm like what the heck what what and i and i i think i have a minimum a half a dozen of these little fiberglass pieces shards you have shards in your anytime i put any pressure in my hand i feel splintery and i'm not trying to get them are you going to the emergency i don't want to i I've got, I've got enough doctors. I'm, right now, I'm hoping it's just going to feel better uh, gradually. But you can't see them. That's the frustrating thing. It's not like a splinter. You see a little black dot, and you can take a tweezer and whatever, mm-hmm. and you can get it out. I have pain, and I can't see where it's coming from. All right. Yeah, Paul. The shocking part of this story is that Todd, after running over the orange sticks, did not beep the horn and ask his wife to go into the car and get them out. Because Actually, I did tell her to bring out a flashlight because it was nighttime and I was about to go out to run an errand. And I asked, I panicked and I said, I need the flashlight. I ran over some stick. And so I did actually involve her. Your poor wife. God. I mean, you panic over everything. 
I do. It's, I'm going to blame my mom for that, who you've met many times, a yes, lovely woman. But, you know, growing up, if I showed her a little pimple in my hand, I don't know what that is. If that's cancer or something like that, we got to get that looked at. <laughs> if I, she heard me cough in the other room, right to, to get a, see if I got strep throat, right for a throat culture. I still love that you left the doctor's office and didn't get a shot one time when you were little. Me and my brother, we high-fived each other. No shot today. And then your mom... Thought, said, I'll be right back. And she went to go talk to the doctor. And then you guys had to go back in and get shots. About 10, 15 minutes later, I thought the, my dad was going to pull the car away and say, oh, you got to go back inside. And next thing I know, my drawers are down, and I'm assuming the position for a needle in the butt, both of us. Convince the doctor to give us a shot. Have you had therapy? Not as much as I need. No. I chatted with someone briefly for a few weeks. They gave me some medication, and then I went on my merry way. Obviously, there's things that are still unresolved. There. I... I I would say therapy. Why are we getting a shot? He said we don't need a shot. I talked to him. You need a shot. You talked to him. You told the doctor when you talk. One more item. We close out hour two. It's M Drive. Big part of my day when I start my day with M Drive Start. Got my uh, fruit smoothie there. Throw in a little scoop of M Drive Start. I know it's uh, made with seven clinically tested ingredients, six premium proteins. Daily dose of protein and nutrition helps me stay on top of my game. Boost energy strength, reduces stress, so I can keep up with Fritzy. Find it at mdrivedan.com. Get it delivered right to your door. We get it delivered right here to the man cave. They offer free shipping. 60-day money-back guarantee. Nothing to lose. Backroom guys have been using it. Mario, who's on a health kick, he's been using it. Weeks, our cameraman. It's time to focus on your health so you can keep up with these busy days. M-Drive Start. Energy, strength, drive. You need to get more done every single day. I like to call it a new New Year's resolution. It's March. That's okay. Don't let age beat you. Visit mdrivedan.com. mdrivedan.com. Refind your prime with M-Drive.